Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. Okay, everybody. Let's go ahead and get started. So I just wanted to uh, quickly introduce to folks who may not know, we have uh, Lionel here. Hi. A fantastic French gener generative artist. Hello. Uh, also known as Machia135. How are you today? Great. Great. <laughs> Finally, uh, I'm very excited to be here. Uh, finally releasing Shapes, which is a project that we've been working on for uh, some months now. And uh, finally arriving at its release and in a, in a, full, in a full form. So uh, really excited to share it tonight. Yeah, and we're, we're honored to have you here and excited for you to tell us more about it. So where, where do you want to start? I, I think it'd be great to hear a little background about yeah. the project and yeah, sure. how it's different. Yeah, sure. Or even if I need to introduce myself uh, in a few in a few sentences, um, I've been doing generative art for the past ten years. But uh, I was also working as a creative coder, data scientist, and uh, working as well as a as an educator in a fab lab. So most of my work was centered around uh, technologies and working with code to prototype any kind of, uh, of things. Uh, but my, my side passion, <laughs> what I was doing uh, by night, um, has always been uh, generative art. And uh, a, a bit more than two years ago, I, I jumped in the NFT train. <laughs> and just to, just to understand the space and just to understand the technology and um, I met a huge community and uh, went uh, full-time artist in last December, exactly <laughs> a year ago. Um, and um, I worked with Clemen. Uh, I know him for uh, like 10 years also. And, um, and we had done many different projects, but uh, data visualization or journalism and um, and a few years later, uh, Clement was now working as a Solidity developer for Unlock Protocol. And so we had the idea to just work again together around a project, which was Slashes. So the idea was to create a, an in-chain uh, generative art project. I mean, by in-chain, I mean a, a project where the, the smart contract outputs uh, a visual as an SVG file uh, uh, along its, meta, its metadata. And uh, it started like that, but it was supposed to be just a simple project that wouldn't even mint out. And in the end, it, it minted out in uh, in 20 minutes <laughs> at which was like a storm for us uh because we had we hadn't uh, seen that coming and we were not prepared for that we had no idea what to do after that and uh a few months later here we are with an upgrade for this for this project which which is shapes and uh so 
we are still working on our own website, on our own smart contracts, and um, to create different dynamics around uh, around the, the the tokens that are produced by the contracts, and with the idea uh, for once for for this project to have multiple generators. Uh, by that I mean that uh, if you are going to the uh, Matthew135.com slash shapes, uh, you'll be able to see uh, four different generators that are all um, uh, governed by the same smart contracts. And so the idea is to have a project that is centered around uh, exploration of the uh, generators as well as um, as curation. Oh, I see that Clement is here as well. Yeah, and can I, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, sure. Uh, it, this is super interesting from the technical standpoint. Can you describe when you, when you say in-chain, uh, ah. how is that different from, from on-chain, and how is that different from how a lot of the generative art that we currently experience is, is stored? Maybe you can explain to folks what the nuances are, uh, because I know this comes up a lot and I think it's very interesting. Yeah, sure. Um, by in-chain, the difference between on-chain or in-chain, uh, right here on this on this project, which is in-chain, uh, I mean that the smart contracts, so the, the, we are using the Ethereum virtual machine to run a contract, a program, that is going to generate in-chain, which means... Um, the Ethereum um, virtual machine is going to run, and we have uh, we we created uh, a pseudo random generator number uh, number generator um, that is run in the the contract to produce to output the files the SVG files, which is the visual. Um, directly from the machine. So the, the result is not then run into your browser to execute the parameters. It is going to be directly from the smart contracts that you are having the, the results. Got it, got it. And uh, a lot of, uh, you know, not, not to say anything is better or worse than the other. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, some of the other art that you see, I know some of them, the files are stored on IPFS mm -hmm. or other places and the blockchain sort of points to that file. Um, is there a difference where something is on-chain but, but not in-chain, not generated what? by the virtual machine? What? Well, is that a nuance? So, well, the, the reason I, I wouldn't, say that there is something that is better than another. Actually, at, at first, it was more like a, a creative coding challenge to use the AVM, um, which is a giant machine, uh, to, to create visuals. And we met a lot of uh, technical limits by using Solidity and using, uh, using AVM to, to run our programs. Uh, like the gas for one, uh, but uh, the size of the the size of the contract as well. Uh, you can you don't have floats. 
um, well, we, we had to do a lot of different things, a lot to, to develop a lot of different techniques um, to achieve these results and still be focused on interesting visual outputs. So it was really, it was quite a challenge. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I mean, this, this is super interesting. And then you, do, do you think that's part of why there was such a, a strong reaction to slashes? Just the, the technical nature of what you're doing here and the, the challenges you have to overcome? Yeah, I think this was this was really the the, the interesting part of the project, which we, which was to be to have the the visual generated on chain in chain. But with shapes, we are pushing the the dynamics of the project to have tokens that can be regenerated as many times as the owner want. Um, so that they are able to curate their their tokens by regenerating them using either the same generator or using a different generator. But as well, there is, they can revert to a previous seed if they want to. Every seed that is generated by a, by a user is stored in the token, so they can revert to it and curate so the shapes that they want to, the visuals that they want to keep. Uh, we are also, by, by doing this, owner will also be able to curate the wall shape uh, of, the, of the collection. I mean that we have four different generators. So that means that we could, we could choose a, a generator that is less used than another because it is rarer, or we can go to to a generator that is really um, liked by most people and uh, shape. So the distribution of the token will be shaped at the, by the owners. Maybe Clement wants to to add to add a word on that part. Yeah, and and maybe I can ask a, just a clarifying question, and Clement uh, would love to hear it. So when somebody mints a token for shapes, and I know there's more than one way to get it, yeah. but let's just say mm -hmm. somebody mints the token, uh, then they get to choose which one of the four generators to uh, utilize that token on, and based on that, the image will be a little bit different, and at any time they can go and change it to a different generator yeah. or run the same generator again, but they get a different randomized seed. So the image changes. Yeah. Is, is that correct? Yeah, totally. I'd say even more than a little bit different from a generator to, to, to another, they are completely different, <laughs> but uh, yes, this is it. You can mint, you can mint a token. And when you are minting, you are choosing which generator you want to use for your first visual. And you can go back to any of the previous versions that you have uh, generated. Yeah, before. yeah sure. Yeah, um, we we wanted to really have it on the on the expiration of the generators. So once you have minted a token, you have your you have your visual, but you can 
regenerate using a new gen uh, using a new generator or, or the same one to get a new visual uh, until you find something that you 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 really love because I I think this was a this was something that was posing a problem for me on on many uh, on many generative art project which is a bit like a, a lottery. I mean, you are minting a token and then this is yours and it's like that. You can change it or well, you can sell it or, or you can buy another. Here, the idea was to be able to, is to be able to, to change again the, the token, your token, and then be able to revert to a previous uh, to a previous seed that you found, which are unique. Every time someone is changing the is changing a token, the intern seed for the for the contract is changing, so that no one can have the same. And everyone is going to hunt different seed and be able to revert to to them. And what happens in January? There's sort of like a, ah, yeah. a date at which they all get locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we we wanted to 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 give a, a specific time for the owner to focus on the project. Uh, if it was just an open project forever, I think that the dynamic would just um, uh, wave in 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 the time. So we gave a two-month uh, window for uh, the owner to explore and curate the, the, the collection. And on uh, January 31st, uh, the collection will freeze. I mean, every token will freeze and they won't be able to, to change. Of course, they will be able, you, you will be able to sell your token and uh, transfer them uh, as, as usual, but the, the exploration and curation part will stop at that time. So the idea is really to have a, a specific amount of time, which is two months um, to, to do this exploration. We are not asking for your time on your whole life for this project. Yeah, absolutely. And and what's super interesting is if you go to the website right now, some of them have already been uh, created. Uh, so maybe you can talk about how you can utilize your, one of your slashes. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually, I can't remember all the other NFTs and, and when the mint might be as well for those who just want to buy it uh, without trading one in. Yeah, sure. Um, as you said, there are different ways to to get into into shapes. So the 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 first one, the classic, uh, the classic way to to enter shapes is by minting a token, uh, which is already open right now. And uh, the the previous way uh, was by upgrading a slash token. I mean, if you are if you are buying a, a slash token on OpenSea, you can connect to the Shapes website and you'll see a section, a dedicated section 
to your slashes token and you will be able to upgrade upgrade them uh, maybe on the on the technical side of the of the upgrade we should have Clement to um, to detail the different step but the idea is to uh, allow the shapes contract to manage your token the shapes contract is going to take your slashes token create a new shapes token and send it to you and then it will burn the slashes token so this is this these are the two different ways to to enter shapes either by upgrading a slashes or by minting a a, a new shapes yeah, yeah, fantastic. I'd love to hear about the, the technical side, Clement. And for everyone listening, if you go on the website, you, you can see what some of these different outputs look like. And I think it, it shows essentially which generator mm -hmm. that shape came from, Yeah, whether it's the slashes or the arcs or the stencil, et cetera. Yeah, sure. Like there, there is right now a lot of, uh, of slashes V2 or on, uh, on the website right now. Because we allowed the, the upgrade a few months ago from slashes to shapes, but we released the different generators uh, and the last one today. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, Clement, I'd love to hear a, a little bit more about the, the technical side. Anything that you think is uh, use, in, interesting and useful for us to hear about? Uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, just one thing about the, the generators. Uh, what Leona was just mentioning is that if you, the, so we have, I don't know, uh, roughly like 200, 300 tokens right now. And then the, the first batch is mostly slashes V2. But if you go down there, if you load more, more and more tokens, uh, you get more variety as the time grows because uh, the first they were minted and swapped were just uh, slashes V2. And then now we have grid arcs and stencils with a, which has which are the four different contracts so yeah i don't know it, um, on the technical side i have to say it's quite a it's, it was quite some work because they're like uh, so we we did everything uh, you know from scratch so the contracts and then um, yep. um so there are like five contracts there are one nft contracts and four svg uh four svg generators and then, uh, you know, the website, which has a server, dedicated server, and a uh, user interface. So there were a bunch of development into that. And um, actually, we work with a, another friend that is not there. We're also on some design. And um, yeah, they, they are, I don't know, I think there's, I've, I don't have much, uh, I would say, um, yeah, I have the, a bit of uh, the head into it. You know, I like, uh, I've been working on it recently, but uh I don't know what is really interesting inside, but I think there's a, yeah, it's a, it's quite a, you know, we couldn't do a, such a project on a, any of the existing platforms because the, I think the main idea is that, uh, we put the curation in the hand of the token holders. So like for two months, uh, you can either swap a slash or, I mean, you can get a token, mint it or use an existing one uh, slash. And then, um, and then you can just create uh, who the token will be and the goal is to have an array of like uh, you know with a variety of tokens mm -hmm. a variety of different shapes and um, and that will be the final piece I would say the piece is more 
I mean, my mind, at the same when we discuss it with Lionel, is more like to have a uh, one big collection uh, with some variety of, uh, you know, either, um, I mean, a collection that, I mean, variety of shades, but actually, of course, palettes and, you know, um, all the variety that Tasso Lionel brings with uh, with the artwork. So, yeah. And, um, and so on the technical side, we had to make it uh, possible. So we had to develop everything from scratch, really, because it's just a... Uh, you know, so the website, even the interface, to to make sure like, people can uh, swap their their slashes, and then they can. That was the first step we created uh, back before summer, I think. And then we worked on, um, yeah, have a nice interface, so people can change. You know, everyone can change easily. Um, uh, once they have a token, they can just change the shape, uh, try things. This is quite good. I mean, gas is uh, is low right now, so like I tried, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. And then um, you can revert to a previous version, and uh, and everything will be locked in uh, in like two months, and then we have the final piece with all the tokens that have been minted. So, so yeah, that's why. You know, in terms of uh, really technical developments, uh, I would say all the UI and the server, but so it's. Uh, yeah, it's uh, some work, but the, the contract level is uh, was was kind of challenging because uh, first, I mean, all the SBGs, of course, because uh, Lionel has, you know, is using lots of techniques <laughs> and SBG techniques for to improve, you know, graphics, and uh, and then we have to make sure that uh, yeah, it was supported, you know, and we could actually uh, manage it with uh, Solidity and uh, and and Ethereum virtual machine, and. Uh, so Yes, I, I, I'm I'm a dope when it comes to the technical stuff. I'm, I'm just yeah. more of a like lover of the art. But if I can try to summarize it, is the way I'm hearing it. And please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm almost going to guarantee that I'm going to say something wrong. But it feels like there's the user ability to create and generate an output. Would that be similar to like a QQL dynamic where you can save whatever it is you want? In that sense. And then you guys have a cutoff period, which is a dynamic that I really, really like because it it forces uh, not only involvement into the algorithm, but then a decision point. Um, and but you're still giving and, and really gifting your algorithm to to the masses and allowing the output to be randomized, but yet still. Uh, user selected is that all yeah. a fair statement yeah 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 absolutely yes, exactly yeah and i think so we we have we provide a, ran, a random generator i mean four different random generators and then people can pick either one you can even regenerate it's like you can pick uh, for instance arcs or stencils or grids and then if you're not satisfied with your grids then you can regenerate a new grids and and then like that, you know, once you can make, I don't know, you can make a bunch and then you can pick the one you really like and then just uh, settle for that one. So we, and um, yeah, and by default, and when you, I say celebrate that, uh, on that one, it means that uh, on chain, on the Ethereum blockchain, after that, the NFT will be this way, you know, only this way after, you know, so the previous one are like attempts, you know, you can try and then you just, uh, yeah, just leave it like that, and in two months, it's just uh, forever will be the, this one. Mm-hmm. So anybody who's listening who hasn't gone into the website and played around, it's a pretty intriguing output, at least from my perspective. I have to say, right off the bat, the grids 
are my favorite. Uh, it reminds me of um, like the the Horo, I'll call it coloration, mm-hmm. but this really, I'll call it new layout for the color blocking that it hits uh, really, really, I'll call it brilliantly based on the all the different different directionality of textures and shapes that you're using it's a it's a it's a very it's a very cool presentation um i really like the stencil you. ones ah, yeah. i'm looking at these the stencil ones look super cool like number 247 looks crazy oh no sorry that's a grid um but yeah the the both the stencils and the grid i think they are uh, more different in the than the shapes, mm-hmm. uh, pun intended, uh, compared to like some of your prior work, like Horo and slashes, uh, etc. Yeah, yeah, these are fantastic. Uh, th- thank you. Yeah, I I had to develop a lot of different t- tricks, and I really wanted to have very different visuals for the different generator, while still keeping the same uh, palettes to create a, a combination, a continuation between them. Um, but yeah, I had to, I had to, to develop a lot of different things like using patterns, using, uh, uh, masks, using filters, using CSS filters for, uh, color, uh, transformation. And, um, and as I said, uh, there was no, there was no floats. There was no, um, well, there was a lot of lim- of different limits on uh, on using uh, solidity and EVM, and uh, but we we are really 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 happy with the different results. Uh, for me, I think for Clement, uh, Clement really likes grids as well. For me, it was more like I was really into sh- into the arcs, but I finished standstills uh, yesterday evening. And I really love the results. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The stencil is mm, it's it, it's very very cool. And I wanted to ask a question for both of you. You know, you, obviously the art is beautiful, and you know we could go on about that. Um, but you're doing something very different from almost like a collector standpoint. Both in trying this mechanic where you have a time period where you can kind of pick what you like. Uh, but also uh, the evolution of one collection into another, how you can trade one in for another. Mm. I'm curious, what, uh, yeah, what was the, how did you come up with this? And what is your hope that these types of mechanics can do for the collectors and the lovers of your art? Yeah, so, well, first we, we, we want to, we, we started shapes almost mainly as, a, as an upgrade to slashes because when we released slashes, we had a, a little a little mistake <laughs> in the smart contract that is making our titles uh, wrongly parsed by the by the smart contract, and um, we are using a, a small uh, a small function that is converting a, a uint to a string, but uh, we hadn't tested it really roughly. <laughs> And uh, when we are using a number like uh, 124, we will just have 111 as the number of the token in our title. So if you are looking at the, at the slashes collection, you will see that every token has a title, as a number, which is 
one time, two times, or three times the same number. And this this was really bugging us and uh, bothering us. And we wanted to, to do something so that people can have a new token to play with. But we didn't want just to, okay, we are just migrating the, the we are just creating a new contract to migrate uh, the tokens and have exactly the same token with just your metadata that are fixed. So we, we tried to develop something that was meaningful, interesting for using the blockchain uh, as, a, as a medium. And uh, that's how we started working on shapes and the, and the different dynamics. At some time, we, we, we had thought uh, of, a, of a way to, to lock a token, like you could just generate as many times as you want, and then you could lock your token, and you, your token could not be changed anymore. Um, but we, we, decided, we, we, we decided at the end to, to give a final, a final time to lock the whole connect collection. Um, and so the, the shapes is also called shapes 2048 because it has a maximum token. It could have a maximum of 2048 token, which are divided between 1024 uh, slashes that could be upgraded to shapes plus 1024 new mint, which is creating the 2048 limit of the tokens, which are then divided between the different generators, which would make uh, like uh, 512 for each if the distribution was uniform. But uh, we'll see what the what the got it. What the owner we do, as well as as uh, many many slashes order are upgrading the tokens. It means that there are less and less slashes. So maybe people will want to keep them. For sure, <laughs> Clement and I are will keep <laughs> our first slashes. And uh, so the 2048 limits will not be met uh, at the end. But this is a, yeah, one point, a possibility. One point that I, I mean, for collectors out there, I always like to, to create a price point reference, but I mean, your guys' mints are 0.25 ETH right now, yeah, correct? Yeah. Which is very reasonable, you know, and for comparison, I think the floor on... Uh, Horo right now is about 1.5. So, mm -hmm. you know, an amazing value, especially when you get to control it. Uh, you know, it's something for consideration. It's, it's absolutely a beautiful project the more and more outputs you start to dig into. So, I love the fact that the, I'll call it the DNA, the, the, the commonality amongst the palettes for projects, it definitely resonates and yet it has a, a different appearance to me so i think it's very well executed um great job guys thank you <laughs> thank you we really put a lot of uh up walking into it <laughs> and uh and i'm really happy to finally share it with everyone yeah we are really thankful for you to make this i mean this is 
I'm like, I gotta go get a stencil one now. I need to uh, <laughs> go get get my path to that. But uh, yeah, we wanted to open up uh, just the you know open it up to the audience if anyone has any questions. Uh, I I certainly have some, and I know Matto was kind enough to join us, and I think he maybe even had some questions himself. So I'll invite Matto to speak if you're still able to. Please go ahead and accept and. If anybody wants to raise their hand or request to speak, uh, please feel free. We got some artists here, so if you have any questions you've been wanting to ask artists or questions you have about uh, shapes, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear them. I'll, I'll, I'll give folks a, we'll give it like 15 seconds of awkward silence to see if somebody wants to come up. While we're waiting, are you able to mint a token all the way up until the the day it closes off, or when you hit that two thousand forty eight max, it's uh, everybody's out of luck? Uh, I'm not sure about the question. I think that you you were talking about the final date. Uh, you mean after the the thirty first of January? So the the collection will be froze, which means there will there won't be any new token, so you won't be able to mint after that date. Was I understanding it correctly that the the maximum allowed is two thousand and forty eight pieces? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. So, well, there are one thousand and twenty four new mints. No more, and the other are only from the upgrade from Slash's tokens. Correct. So the for the new mints, if they sell out prior to the to the close date, then you'll have to go to the secondary, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. With that I'll uh, I'll go on mute for a little bit so someone else can speak. Yeah and, and Matto, hey. if you have any questions go ahead and we'll go with Ron next who came up. Sure. Uh, well, <clears throat> I don't really have any questions. Uh... Hey guys, he, he, hey guys, huge fan, especially from the technical aspects. Um, I had a couple questions. You know, like one of the reasons why I really dig this project, um, and that is uh, the user interaction. You know, the on-chain SVG. Um, that's it's an impressive you know, and very challenging uh, to do what they did here. And the outputs are amazing. I can't wait to explore them. But what I'm really excited about <clears throat> is, so first. Oh, Matt, it's, it's cutting in and out a tiny bit. We, we heard you say you're really excited about, and then it cut out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm excited about the project's prior collectors and new collectors. Uh, it allows the people to, that have slashes, the first version, uh, to explore, you know, upgrade their tokens uh, with this new art. And also it allows collectors to really interact with the project and play with the tokens. Um, I love how when you look at a token that has been um, changed a few times, so the, you know, they've been re-rendered with the different renderers, mm -hmm. 
you can actually go back and see the prior versions. You know, and yeah. this is this is just an example of artists that want to do more for their project than just create the end result. You know, it's encouraging um, sort of a collaboration and an exploration. And that's why I really dig the project. Yeah, sure. Well, this is exactly something that we had uh, missed to mention is that when you are clicking on any any token, you can see the generation. So, and you can just click on a previous generation to see its previous states. Yeah, and really it's, it's being super cool. Thank you. This is fantastic. And, and thank you for saying that, Matto. I mean, uh, first of all, I just want to point out that part of the reason this community and space is amazing is how supportive everyone is. And I see the artists really supporting each other a lot. And I, I know you, you meant everything you said, and I completely agree with the, the, the way that this project is uh, interacting with the, the collectors and really making them more part of the art. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, gazers has uh, a re some of the gazers have a reflect trait that allows them to go back and, and revert to old versions, which is somewhat similar. And uh, you know, we talked about QQL, but what I love about this, honestly, is this is just a much lower price point. I think the vast majority of people just couldn't afford QQL, and obviously, this is a very different project, different aesthetic. Uh, but uh, using that kind of mechanic that really allows the collector to be a part of it, I think, is is fantastic, and I. Honestly, think this is more where the space will be going because it's just more interactive and engaging, and I think breeds community better. I'm going to start a stencil club for everybody who gets a stencil, <laughs> for example. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Ron. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I just, I just, I was just saying, joining the club right now. <laughs> As oh well. yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I'm sorry, Ron. You've been patient. Uh, please go ahead. Yeah. Um, I just want to say I really uh, respect what those guys did after uh, the slashes dropped. There was um, some flippers who had some FUD, and I'm really glad that you guys continued to work on this project and build it out. Um, I had a couple questions. Um, one, do you think it makes it, it may, may make more sense and be cheaper just to buy a slash than upgrade to shapes, just the way the floor price is now? Um, Two, do you think, is there a limit on the slashes upgrade to shapes? Is that also end in January? And three, since they're burning slashes to upgrade to shapes, um, it'll probably, it, it will decrease the supply. and Maybe it'll um, bump up the value. Do you think that will have any effect on the value? But again, just really appreciate what you guys did to keep building for us and, um, Really, really uh, happy with how the outputs look so far. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, th thanks Ron. Thanks, thanks a lot, Ron. And really, I appreciate to have you there because you have been a longtime supporter of Slashes and uh, really, really happy to have you there for Shapes as well. Uh, so there were uh, three things. So maybe... Uh, yeah, I think you, you, yeah. one thing you mentioned was like uh, the decrease of slashes yeah. supply and, you know, the fact that the more we people can just buy a slash, which is yeah. cheaper than mm -hmm. mint right now, you know, from secondary and just uh, and just swap it. I think that was part of the idea as well. Yeah. You know, it's just like this, like too much tokens, right? <laughs> so, I mean, the idea of curation is part of the curation, uh, the general curation. That's why the 
earlier they mentioned the, the project is named uh, Shapes 2048 because there's like half of it, half of that number is actually the the, the, the slashes and the rest of the number are the new shapes. Because the, the idea was like, uh, you know, it's a, uh, yeah, it would be the, the overall the, the overall project, including the version one of slash yes. Uh And I think it's part of the creation that you know, if people don't like this, the oh, they they find they find the slashes that are existing are not like worth it or something, or they they prefer to have a shape, then we just burn it. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's a form of creation for me. And also, of course, in terms of prices, uh, yeah, well, that was also a way, you know, to to to. To bring back, you know, because uh, as uh, Ron mentioned, when we released, so the sales were really fast. And then after they were like, yeah, flippers and all. And uh, I think we had some, you know, ISOs with royalties and stuff. It was a mess. And uh, so the, the price has so, like, sort of collapsed. And we were like, uh, sorry for all this, because the origin of Rashid, if I may, it was just a really... Um, some very small some projects we did with Lionel because we have been doing projects together for like a decade, maybe, maybe more than a decade, and then we just uh, cut it like that, released, and then boom, and we didn't expect that, so we weren't really prepared. And then this time, um, the upgrade was also yeah, I think it's a wall. in terms of price and creation, it goes together. It's just like uh, we hope that uh, you know the whole thing and the whole work uh, just uh, improve all together. You know the the uh, Either the quality of the, of the artwork or, or the, the quality for the collectors or, you know, even for, our, for ourselves as well, you know, because uh, it, it wasn't so easy to have, a, you know, um, I don't know, was, was, was a yeah, mental process as well, you know, tons of people buying and then kind of hate coming for toward us and, you know, uh, trying to understand what's happening. And uh, we ha- we, so we kept working on it and improving. And, uh and yeah, thanks for yeah. for yeah, like supporting. <laughs> that, that's the that's the idea, right? And uh, yeah, and, and um, yeah, that's yeah. It. That's uh, so also, um, uh, yes, people can just buy a floor uh, a floor slashes right now, which is kind of low. Um, the mean price for slashes was 0.2 uh, in 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 last January uh, when we released slashes. And uh, we made uh, shapes main price at 0.25 because we wanted for people who were not happy with slashes to be able to leave the project and get their money back. Just They can just set sell their slashes at 0.2 and get their money back and just leave the project for new people to just upgrade them and come to shapes and have a new experiment and uh, explore this new project. Also, there was a second question, which was the limit of the of the 31st January. Yes, uh, upgrade slashes upgrade won't be won't be permitted. Uh, won't, will be blocked after after this date limit as well. And as you as you mentioned, regarding the price, I, I can't tell. I can tell, nobody can tell, but yes, the slashes token will be will be rarer. Right now, there are like two thousand tokens, two thousand slashes that have been burned to upgrade to 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 shapes. So if you if you are two hundred, yeah, yeah, two, uh, yeah, sorry, two hundred, and um, so if you really like your slashes as as they are, I just keep them as they are. 
but uh, <laughs> I, I can't uh, I can't tell anymore. Thank you guys. Really appreciate the response and uh, really respect you guys for keeping your word and continuing uh, to build on the project. Yeah, thank you. That's that's the way of working. We we just wanted to have something that everyone is happy with. Yeah, I, I think this is really cool on, on multiple levels. The uh, really appreciate you guys persevering when the the fans in the space were not so kind to you as we you know can be the case. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this. I, I think I I really enjoy this concept of how you're sort of folding one collection into another. Uh, it, it's really interesting, I think, uh, because it's not seen so much in the traditional art world. And it might be strange to say, you know, you can uh, turn a collection into something else. Some people, I, I guess, uh, I, I just like the experimentation with the art and the way we can interact with the art in a different mm -hmm. way and make it more collectible. I think it's 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 fascinating and uh, very intriguing. Uh, and so I applaud you for that. And another thing I wanted to ask, uh, really also for you, uh, Matto, um, so you, your artist, you've been in the, the big platforms before. I know with Horo, you are on Art Blocks. Um, how are maybe we can start with you, Lionel, and if you have any thoughts, Matto, How do you think about where to launch your work? And you know, from what I can tell, this is your own platform, your own website. You're not even uh, using Manifold. Uh, but yeah, I wonder if you have any thoughts on that and how you think about it. The question was for me. Yeah. Yes. Ah, yeah. Sorry. I, I, I thought it was for Matto at some point. Sorry. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I, we, we, I experimented with uh, uh, many different platforms. Um, but the idea is to be able to control the whole thing, to be able to, like you, you said, uh, the ability to, for, owner of a previous collection to just upgrade to a new one and be part of this of this new adventure uh, by developing everything ourselves we were able to to develop some interactions that are maybe more interesting for for in all case i mean and um i'd still continue to explore different platforms i think maybe get back to previous ones. Uh, but I wanted to continue to experiment as an artist uh, with the smart contracts as a medium, as a way to really um, have an end, have a hand on everything, like all the pieces are going to be displayed, um, all they will be rendered, um, all people are able to interact with them. So this is either by um, writing the smart contracts, but also thinking the, the UI of the website. And all these pieces are only possible if you are doing everything. Which, yeah. yeah. And 
if I may, yeah. and also I think for 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 Leonel and I, I mean, running the process is also about the craft. I mean, you know, it's like when we're doing the stuff, and then we get new ideas, and we ah, we can do this, do that, do that, mm-hmm. and then have uh, like extensive knowledge of solidity and you know, virtual machine, blah blah, and then so you know we can discuss that, and he told me yes, and I think even the upgrade of slashes came because we found a way to have more polygons, you know, more to generate mm-hmm. more, to store more. Uh, longer strings of text, you know, so we can have more polygons in our SVG. So we are like, oh, wow. So that's a new realm of, like, we should do a new new SVG. And then we say one, two, three, four, then, oh, yeah, that will be four collections. And then how to store the seeds and, you know, generate the things. So if, uh, I'm, like, using a platform, it will uh, allow you to do certain things. But then if you really want to, uh, it's both a question of control, of course, because you want to keep the thing uh, you know, know exactly what it does, but also, you know, in terms of exploration, even today we can, you know, we, we're still able to like change even the website, the aspect, anything that we need. So it's, I have to say it's also more work, of course, mm-hmm. but like, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, I say we mm-hmm. sort of enjoy it. So <laughs> that's why we do it Yeah, as well. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like any of those, gener- any of those generators could have be, have been separated and, uh, released on a, on a on a platform but the real the main uh, the main thing about this project is really about the exploration of those generators and then the curation by the owners and the participation and the dynamics that is it's creating yeah and you know, as a just more technical note, maybe, but you know, because the the display of the image and the work contract of any NFT contract, the display of the image or or the is just a one function, you know, one small function. And the contract can have many, many functions. And those, so that's why here, for if you look at the contract itself, uh, you know, there's like change token and revert token, and you know, and we, we just you can just uh, swap slashes is a function is name of function in the contract too and you can just add many ways to manipulate your tokens and i think if you think about a nft or any any art or you know digital arts it's like you can add sort of features that make sense in the context of your art mm-hmm. so that's why you know, it was interesting to we needed a custom platform to do that mm-hmm. and we wanted one just to have fun. <laughs> so that, that's the thing. Right? Got it. So, so the, um, yeah. So if you're on art blocks, you have to use the art blocks smart contract and that wasn't uh, able to do the things that you wanted to do and to, to get that collector experience that you wanted to express. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's the world, part of the creation to be able to regenerate your token and then be able to revert to a pre- previous one while keeping your your same unique token um, was really something specific we had we had many other ideas but uh, we had to, but we, we we made the limit of the contract size <laughs> and that uh, <laughs> and that to, to we deleted a bunch of, of yeah, features like, yeah. there were more features before more much more <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and also the idea is you know platforms they will maximize optimize for certain things you know and and that's normal because that's their business but you know here was i don't know was more like uh, yeah maximize for exploration and also for people to be able to use because even uh, swapping uh, an existing token or you know um, even changing regenerating a token without paying the full mean price is 
something that uh, for a platform may not be, you know, if they take a share, they will not be interested in having this kind of feeder. Except, you know, so so for us, it was more like, okay, we, yeah, it wasn't an economical or business consideration. Yeah. It was more like a, on the creative side, yeah, let's let's do that and allow people to 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 pick what they like, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah. if, if they have a slash they don't like, they they can just change or they can just uh, you know and just uh, change after until they are satisfied with the work, and then uh, you know would they just uh, it would just settle and then that's that's done, that's that's satisfied. Yeah, and that's nice. You know, that's 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 a good feeling for us and for. The collectors mm. or the owners like, yeah like this i said a... for everyone to be happy i think that we haven't mentioned that to regenerate uh there is a, a fee that is about 0.01 ethereum but to revert to a previous seed this just costs the gas uh we just yeah because this is a seed that you have already discovered this is yours you can just revert to it it just costs the gas so, so that, yeah, the idea is really to have everyone happy with their token. Yeah, maybe, yeah, was the uh, was the process of that PS sector? I mean, you know, that's how it came along. But uh, yeah, very much. I think one of the things that comes to mind for me is it sounds like you guys took a uh, a very thorough approach to the considerations for existing holders. What would be your hope for new entrants to the space and or onboarding new people via the 0.25 mint? Uh, what, what is the, the, the global thoughts there? Okay, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think you know the 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 main thing is also. Um, um, I mean, the, the the mint is like the default way to uh, to uh, to you know to to get a token. So like, um, of course, we we just open to mint because they are, that's what makes more sense. I mean, uh, for for people to just access this. And I, I, in know, mind, I saw there you know the, so the the owner of the previous tokens, the, the slashes owner. Um, um, we're an important community where we address this project, but at the same time, you know, it's open to to, to other people and then people that can just come across the project and they won't even know about Slashes. So, you know, it should be straightforward to to be able to participate. That's uh, that's mm-hmm. the main, you know, I think that's the main way we uh, we thought about it. And then, um, yeah, even in terms of uh, releasing and stuff, we had different ideas, but I think that's, you know, I, one thing uh, um, I can say, maybe uh, one limitation for me as a product is a bit um, because we're used to simple project where there's a mean button and you mean, then the project uh, appears to be complicated actually because mm-hmm. there's several things you can do with it and it's hard to make it simple. So we had to keep the fundamentals of uh, any uh, you know projects to be there because if it's only about um, you know new uh, features that people are not familiar with, there was just. Uh, you know, uh, not understand. So we, we we actually try to make the even the website and the user interface as simple as possible, so people can grasp. You know uh, what what it is like. Uh, what sort of uh, you know? There's uh, still a bunch of text there. You know because we so we had to explain. Try, mm-hmm. We try to limit it, but like you know, it's a uh, um, because these things are like uh, new. I mean, I don't at least for me. Uh, 
you know, it's, uh, you know, so, so, so yeah, so we kept the mint open for, for people to participate easily, you know, and also to have the basics of, mm -hmm. uh, of the past project we did and the similar projects that exist. Yes, mint is a simple way also to, to access to a token that is kind of fun to experiment with. I mean, by regenerating, creating the token and uh, being able to choose its final, uh, its final form. No, I, I just wanted to say you guys did a, the, the variety amongst um, the four different categories is, is really dynamic. You can tell you guys put a, a ton of effort into the design, but I, I love the, like I said earlier, the consistent DNA of the, the palettes, mm. but there's also enough variance in there that I feel like you can capture the attention of not only new collectors, but existing collectors who want to support, uh, I'll call it the exploration of, of new aesthetics. So, um, are there any new palettes or anything that uh, maybe people who are familiar, collectors who are familiar with you, haven't seen before outside of the the, the new layouts? Is, is there any anything else hiding in there that maybe yeah we would all be dying to hear about? Yeah, yeah, maybe in, in the features. I think uh, well for slashes we reused the same palettes as for slashes so there are already 47 palettes different palettes of uh i think uh, six uh i no, 47 palettes of eight colors each uh by eight colors i think there are six colors for each palette plus a white and a black one to make sure there are enough contrast in each palette and then i am adding a another palette to make sure there is also a palette that will uh, cut uh, makes the visual pop um, and then um, for this new series for for the shapes i've been using a lot of different css filters like to invert the colors or to use a sepia tone um, to add more contrast like to saturate the colors on different uh, on, on some specific tokens. Um, also, I used a lot of different blend modes, uh, like on stencils. You can see the colors are very different from the others because of the blends mod of the blend modes. Um, so yes, there is a lot uh, to explore uh, in the in the generators. Um, every generators have a a set of specific features as well that will determine how, how the visual will uh, will appear. And uh, yes, there is really a lot to explore, and I'm waiting to to discover them with the uh, with the participants. And um, just one thing I can add is uh, because uh, we're using all these like SVG advanced feature. Um, the Safari rendering is pretty bad, even on phones and stuff. So it's just technical not, but it it actually matters. We actually like beat our head quite hard on that question. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just looking at the stencils, and I think uh, on Safari, I like totally <laughs> no, not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> SVG. So so we will re we we will generate a proper uh, uh, flat on image these uh, PNGs and stuff. But like so far, and yeah.
just to mm -hmm. say just yeah say. And, uh, and, and since we are in the in the in this kind of details um OpenSea as well is not really made for dynamic tokens so if you are regenerating your token uh via our website um you can just go to your token on OpenSea and it's a refresh metadata button to get the new visuals and the new features of your token. I think this is something that is important for others to, to see the, the, the token as, as it is or for anyone that is going to, to the shapes collection on uh, OpenSea. When you are looking at a token, you can just hit refresh, refresh metadata to see the, the current version of the token. But as I said, um, if anyone is buying a, a token that has not been updated on OpenSea and they are buying it, they can just go to the Shapes website and just hit revert to a previous seed to, to get the token as they, as they thought it was. And they are just paying the gas for it, which is really low. Yeah, fantastic. I, I love how much detail you have thought into really every element of this. And I think the collectors will really appreciate that as well. So I wanted to see, uh, does, does anyone else have any other questions? Okay, well, you know, we can, uh, we, we can probably start to wrap it up here. Is there anything else that you wanted to share, uh, Lionel or Clement? Uh, and then if not, I have one last question for you and we'll give uh, the folks listening a chance to see if they want to ask you anything else as well. But yeah, any parting thoughts? Well, I'm really happy to be here and to share this the release of this project. And uh, yeah, I as I said, the goal is just to have people that are happy with a project and which is playful and uh, interesting to discover things and to to get into the generators and be a part of the generative art process and the creation of the world collection. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, I really, you know, we appreciate you coming to, to us and uh, allowing us to share this with you. We're really excited about the project. We love what you're doing here. And uh, yeah, I think you're just innovating here and, and we'll, we'll continue to see how people experiment and follow in your footsteps. Thank you. Yeah, huge uh, fan of your work. Thank you for, for coming up and being so generous with your time. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. All right, well, Thanks. We, we, we'll tweet this out. This will be recorded. We'll uh, publish it on the podcast as well. And we'll let people know there's about 60 days left. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the clock is ticking. Great. Thanks. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you all. Uh, we'll be doing other uh, spaces next week. We'll have our weekly episode, all this thing, good stuff. And feel free to reach out to us anytime about anything, details about this something you're considering buying, whatever, uh, something we could do better. We especially want to hear about that. So thanks again. And we'll, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Everyone.
Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have. So please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.